Welcome, welcome to the 100th episode of Heads Together. Happy birthday to us. Happy birthday to us. I'm not going to carry that on. That's just gone really awkward. It's our birthday today and it is 100 episodes. I can't believe we've hit this milestone. I really can't. And oh my God, I'm, I'm so proud of this podcast. I don't care if that sounds like I'm showing off. I, I really don't care. I am so proud of what I've achieved with this podcast and the feedback that I've had from you, my amazing listeners has just made showing up and bringing these episodes to you each week just so worthwhile. I cannot explain. And so I thought what would be a good topic for today would be if I talked a bit about all of the lessons that I've learned over recording 100 podcast episodes. So let's dive in. Welcome, welcome to the Heads Together podcast. I'm Jill Mokes and I am obsessed with cutting through the noise when it comes to growing your business. Each week via intimate coaching conversations and inspirational stories, I share what it really takes to get the results you want in a way that feels right to you. I am all about attracting higher ticket opportunities, building authentic relationships and creating the abundant full fat version of your dream business. I mean, how many of us have beavered away creating a light version of what we really want? The thing is, I honestly believe when you're outstanding at what you do, there is no limit to what you can achieve. So, are you ready to put our heads together and make it happen? Let's go. Okay, so... What have I learned 100 episodes in? Well, the first thing I've learned is that it takes more than just me to put this podcast together. So I want to first of all put a huge shout out to Lena Macharia, my amazing podcast editor, who is wonderful. And I will be tagging in the show notes, of course. And Emily Pilby, my VA, who has worked so hard, especially with trying to get me ahead all the time and has encouraged me and absolutely kept an eye on me and made sure that I am showing up each and every week. So both of you, I could not have done this without you. Another shout out is to Rebecca Gunter, who has hosted episodes for me, has stepped in when I haven't you know, been able to just haven't had the kind of bandwidth or the mindset to be able to put an episode out. I remember one particular week and she was just so amazing and really stepped in and and picked up the reins for me. We've also just had so much fun together putting out some of the joint episodes that we've done, the interview episodes. So Rebecca, thank you so much as well. I feel like I'm doing like some sort of like Oscars awards. Thank you. (gasps) This must be what it feels like to be an Oscar winner. Oh, just enjoying that moment for a second. I'm not going to go down thanking all my friends and family route, but 
you know, the people who have helped me bring this to life, you know who you are. <sighs> so that is one thing I've learned. I don't know how anyone can put out a podcast, a weekly podcast on their own without any support, because there's a lot of moving parts to putting out an episode of this podcast. So there's recording the episode, obviously. And if there's a guest on, there's all of the liaison with the guest beforehand. Then there's recording the episode. And then there's the editing of the episode. Then there's the creating of the audiogram. And then there is what comes after that. Oh, and before that, of course, there's like creating an episode outline and choosing a cover image for the episode. Then there's recording it. Then we go in and we add a tag to the guest if there's a guest episode so that they get a nice email sort of thanking them for being on the show. Um, then we have to check the edited audio. Then we've got to create show notes. Then I do a weekly email where I'm telling my email audience about the episode. Then there's the social media that goes around it. And then there's like loading the episode up into Kajabi, which is the platform I use for the podcast. You know, there's a lot of moving parts actually, when it comes to putting out a podcast. And you have to be really organized. One of the things that I've struggled with over the last few weeks is that for, for whatever reason, I haven't been as far ahead as I like to be. I really love being at least two weeks ahead with the podcast. Because that way, if something comes up and I can't record for whatever reason, it's okay. It's no big panic. You know, we've got a couple of episodes in the bag. The last couple of weeks, I just haven't been able to get ahead of myself. I'm just about now getting ahead. So that feels really good. But so first lesson, lots of moving parts. It's more complicated than I thought it would be in some respects. But it's it's also, with the right support, more doable than I thought it would be in some respects. I think some people get a little bit phased around creating and having their own podcast and they overthink it a little bit. So that brings me on to the second thing I've learned. And that is that I really have a talent for talking into a void. I don't find this difficult at all. So literally I could talk probably some of the solo episodes I've done have been like half an hour, 40 minutes of me just talking. Hopefully it doesn't feel like I'm just talking at you. Hopefully it feels like uh, it's more of a conversation, but I do. I am conscious that it is me just talking at you. But I definitely have a talent for this. And Rebecca Gunter, in fact, was the person who said to me, I remember after the first few episodes went out, I can really remember this vividly. She was in driving in her car and had me on hands-free and, and we were just talking about the podcast and I was saying like how relieved I was to have just hit publish and got those first few episodes out into the world. And she said to me, Jilly, do you realize that like not everyone can do that? Not everyone can just talk to a green dot on the screen for half an hour or so. And it was at that point I realized, oh, well, I don't find that difficult. So it feels like a really natural place for me. Now, there's, I've got to be honest, I think 
what it's made me realize is that I really love podcasting, but try as I might, I don't love creating a video show out of it. You know, whether we'll carry on and do that, carry on doing that, I, I don't know. I wonder if like video for me needs to be something completely separate. I don't really love the whole repurposing the podcast as a video or repurposing video as a podcast rather. I think it was Tony Pareco who I also want to give a shout out to on the podcast because he was the producer of my limited series around rewilding your business. So thank you, Tony, as well. And Tony, I remember, said to me that he feels like creating content for that media is the secret to it being really high quality. So it's all, I suppose what I'm getting at is that if I know I'm creating like a video episode and it's going to be a podcast, then I'm kind of in my head flitting around making sure that my audio, you know, and the way I'm speaking is going to be consumed well if I'm just coming at you through your ears. But then I'm also very conscious of the video and the aesthetic of what you're looking at as well. And I feel like for me, that overcomplicates it. So just something I've learned. Like I say, this episode is all of the lessons that I've learned. And um, some of them might be relevant for you if you're thinking of starting or growing a podcast, but equally, they might not be relevant for you. And hopefully you just appreciate, you know, me sharing my story of it. The other thing that Tony Pareko taught me is that the sound quality is everything. People will absolutely put up with some ums and ahs. People will put up with some, I don't know, dodgy cover art. People will put up with you maybe being late putting an episode out. People will not tolerate poor audio on a podcast. It will have people turning off, skipping and finding a different podcast to listen to quicker than anything else. So that was just such an amazing tip that I was lucky enough to have at the beginning of the podcast journey. So it meant that I did invest in a good mic. I mean, it's not a super expensive one, but it's, you know, it's a, a good enough one to get good, crisp audio out of. It also is why I make sure I have a great podcast editor in Lena, like I say, who makes sure that the sound quality is good because that is something that's a non-negotiable. If you hosting a podcast, your sound really needs to be good. And then the other thing that I've learned, and this is a recent kind of realization. This is a bit of a epiphany moment, really is that two things. One is that podcasting, for me as a coach, as a teacher, as a mentor, is a really amazing, intimate way to share what I do and share what I know and teach. And there's something about having your focus on listening to someone when it when they're right in your ears. I don't know, this is probably sounding weird, but you know, when you've got your earbuds in, maybe you're going for a walk or something, there's something quite intimate. It's just you and me. And I can feel when I'm recording a podcast episode like this, I feel like I'm absolutely talking to you. And that sounds weird. I know because I know there are a lot of listeners 
and clearly I'm not speaking individually to you, but there's an intimate feeling. It feels like an intimate conversation between us. And this has led to another realization and quite a big thing that I want to share with you in this 100th episode. And that is that I think that, and this is borne out by feedback I've had, by the way, there are some people who listen to the show who absolutely love my solo episodes because they feel like they're being coached by me. They feel like they are learning from me. They feel like what I'm teaching is helping them grow their business, grow their confidence, make big decisions, stop playing small, sort out their money mindset, create those high ticket offers, market those offers, enroll those clients, all of the topics that I like to talk about as a solo podcaster in the solo episodes. There are people who absolutely love consuming those episodes. But those people sometimes tell me that that they're not as much of a fan as some of the guest episodes. Some people have even told me they just listen to the solo episodes. So that was interesting. That was food for thought. And then I think about the guest episodes and the incredible women and a few select men that I've had on the show. And I love, love, love expanding my world by having these incredible guests on. So that gave me a bit of a dilemma really. And I know that lots of the listeners to Heads Together love the interview episodes too, because I get great feedback on those. I could really understand where the people who prefer the solo episodes were coming from. And it resonates. It resonates with me. And I know that I love creating both kinds of content, both kinds of audio content I really love creating. So, if only I knew how to, if only I'd taken time, right? This is something else I've learned. Haven't really invested enough time in Riverside to use all of the fabulous functionality in it, like sound effects, because if I could, I would now be doing a drum roll. So, in the absence of me being able to do a drum roll, here it is. Oh, I bet that was horrible in your ears. I apologize. I'm going to be releasing a second podcast. How bloody exciting is that? I am honestly, I'm beyond excited about this because what it means is that Heads Together is still the fabulous podcast. It always has been. And it is my showcase for the incredible women that come into my world. It's a place where I interview amazing women doing amazing things in the world. And I, I will I will not stop doing I just love doing that. But there will now be a second podcast, which is going to be more of my coaching. It's going to be more of my business building teachings, uh, more of my mindset coaching. So I'm basically splitting out that. So here's where I want a favor. I'm going to ask for a huge favor from you, my listeners. 
And that is that I want some input from you on what the new podcast should be called. Okay. If you've been listening for a while, you know what I talk about in my solo episodes. And I've just listed quite a few topics there. Most of my audience are, I would say, they're service providers. My, my audience is really full of female service providers and a lot of my audience are coaches and you are business coaches, you are life coaches, you're leadership coaches, you are relationship coaches, you are health coaches. I know that a lot of coaches listen to this podcast, so that's something to bear in mind. So topics, I've listed off a lot, but basically we are talking about visionary stuff, we're talking about mindset, we're talking about goal setting, we're talking about creating off the right offers for the right clients, we're talking about pricing those offers, we're talking about marketing them, we're talking about your brand, and we're talking about enrolling clients and giving those clients an incredible experience of working with you. Those are the topics. So now you've got to, you've got to feel for the positioning, right? Of this podcast. So what I would love is for you to share with me your ideas for what the podcast could be called. What would resonate with you? I love this. I love it when other people do this. And I've never done this before. I've never thrown something out like this and asked for direct feedback. So if you're up for it, which I really hope you are, if you can email me info at jillmokes.com, that's G-I-L-L-M-O-A-K-E-S.com and give me your ideas, share with me what you think. And I'll put the same ask, the same favor ask out on social media as well. So there'll be lots of places where you can perhaps drop your ideas of what this second podcast should be called. And hopefully that will entice some of my very loyal listeners. I have an incredibly loyal following and listenership. Listenership? Is that even a word? Who knows? Hopefully, I will be able to entice you to be listening in twice each week to me with interviews with incredible women and the solo shows that I know you love. And I know <laughs> some people, and I never know how to take this, some people say, oh, Jill, your voice is so soothing. I find it really, really relaxes me. And I'm thinking, mm, am I actually just sending people to sleep with my solo episodes? But you know what? If that's what you want from me, that's what I will deliver. So yeah, I would love, love, love your feedback or your ideas rather for a name for the new podcast, my new solo podcast. I can't tell you when it's going to drop yet because until I really get a feel for the name, the the branding of it, etc., I don't want to rush it. So hopefully you will give me lots of ideas and I'll be able to move forward super quickly. I'm already recording episodes for the new podcast. So this is really exciting. And I don't think, I I mean, if someone had said to me a hundred episodes ago, oh yeah, after a hundred episodes, you're going to be, want to be doing this again and, and launching a separate one. I just said, you're absolutely mad. But you know what the truth is? 
I love this podcast. And I, I actually just love the art of podcasting. I love it as a medium. It's my platform. It's where people get to know me. I think you get to know me by listening in. One other thing that I've left out, actually, that I really want to mention, and I should have mentioned it before, and that is that it definitely took longer to grow my followers on this podcast or to grow my listeners rather than I thought it would. And, you know, so if you're thinking of starting a podcast, please don't go into it thinking this is an overnight thing, thinking you're going to get that instant feedback like you do perhaps on social media, maybe, or something like that. Podcasting is a longer game. You're going to need the grit to stick with it, even if you feel like you're talking to no one at the beginning. And it does feel like that, honestly. It Well, it, it feels like that because it was at the beginning. I was literally talking to my friends and family. But if you stick with it, it will be the best thing that you've done for your business. I promise you, it's so good. It's so fun. It's just a lovely medium. So that is really where I want to finish this part of this show. So a little reminder there that info at jillmokes.com for ideas on the name for the new podcast, please. But before I wrap up this um, celebration of 100 episodes, I would really like to just shout out each and every guest that has been on this podcast since I started it. And I'm so grateful to each and every one of you that have given your time, your generosity to share ideas, innovations, new ways of looking at things, um, fascinating stories, inspiring tales of entrepreneurship and everything in between all of that. So thank you so much to Charlotte Lester, to Jude Charles, to Alistair McDermott, to Gemma Rabini, to Yinka Uolia, to Emily Pilbeam, to Hayley Maxwell, to Sarah Hartery, to Steph Durbin, to Tamsin Jardinier, to Taylor Campier, to Becky Benfield-Humberstone, to Tamsin Merivale, to Ros Clark, to Alicia Rodriguez, to Sam Flynn, to Joanna Penn, to Erin Austin, to Lauren Jones, to Evelyn Brink, to Rebecca Gunter, to Marion Tilly, to Melina Cordero, to Eduardo Placer, to Amanda Slinger, to Deborah Driscoll, to Farrah Storr, to Jennifer Evans, to Sandra Westine, to Karina Gutz, and to Gita Sidurob. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Each and every one of you have made this podcast what it is, and I am so grateful to you. And I am grateful to all of the future fabulous people who are going to come on to Heads Together in the future. Okay, well, thank you so much again. And that's a wrap for 100. See you next week. Bye for now. 
hope you enjoyed this episode and that getting our heads together this week has filled your mind with what's possible. If you love the show, would you do me a massive favour, please? Would you leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts? It would really help you put more heads together, reach more ears and expand more minds. Until next week, bye for now. Bye for now.